Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Sakina Speaks. My name is Sakina Ishabani and I am your host, wishing you all the good tidings and all the goodness, freshness, the greatness that comes with the new dawn. That is the reason why I said good morning, if you are asking yourself why. Because I know you may not be listening to this in the morning, but I still want you to experience all of that loveliness that comes with the rising sun. So yes, I am very sorry that the second episode is only coming out now. I have been receiving messages, you know, people telling me post another episode i have to be consistent all that i had to take a hiatus not a break because i was trying to chill or i was tired no but because i had to refocus i had to ask god if this is really what he wants me to do because this is not easy it is not easy but it is extremely enjoyable and i am loving it i'm really loving it and i'm loving the fact that i am able to give back to my community by raising awareness for a lot of issues that people do not know about but a lot of people are suffering from but i am back and Sakina Speaks is here to stay bringing you one episode every week I will try as much as possible to keep the day consistent in the week but please bear with me I am trying and I will do this as best as I possibly can that is the reason why I had to take that time off to really just focus my energy into doing this as best as I possibly can because greatness is all that I want to bring to you I'm not perfect but I do try my best now I hope you have forgiven me after all the apologies I would just like to say thank you so much so very much for all your support your love your encouragement and for constantly pinching me to post another episode i'm not doing you a favor you are doing me the favor by giving me this opportunity listening to me and really just helping me by participating on this platform and um, listening to my voice this is really really uh, a grace I, I cannot thank you enough and i'm mincing my words right now despite the vocabulary that god has blessed me with but thank you and this is how you make me feel now before i get carried away let us just recap on the last episode that we had that was hashtag was slavery a choice and you know it's very embarrassing that i'm only posting the second episode now but i am <laughs> Let us focus on the positive things, okay? So that was hashtag was slavery a choice and it featured the controversial comment made by Kanye West in his TMZ interview and that was that since slavery had gone on for 400 years with all of those people then at some point slavery was a choice. Now we cleared that up and slavery was not a choice and it never will be, okay? No one wants to be subjected to such harsh and brutal Oh my goodness, I don't even have the words for it, you know, that's just how despicable it is. So basically, yes, we cleared that up, it was not a choice. I just want to say that I do apologize if the episode came across like it was slandering anyone, especially white people. Um, I do really, really sincerely apologize if it came across that way, that was not my intention. The point was to educate us all, all races inclusive, on why exactly the African race has been holding onto the pain of the past, even and especially after so long, even with the perpetrators being dead and in fact, the victims being dead and the simple reason for that is that the effects are still rife and ever so fresh on today's society so i do apologize again i love all people doesn't matter what race what culture you are from i am really a lover of all people that's why i really make an effort to learn all languages as many as i possibly can um to just to make people comfortable i'm just that person so if you still want to keep the conversation going which i do really encourage you to do it is hashtag sakina speaks on all platforms on twitter it is at Sakina Speaks, so please do follow that account or at Kina underscore magic. That is my personal Twitter account. On Facebook, it is at Sakina Speak. And if you want to hit me up on my email address, it is sakinaspeaks at gmail.com.
com so once again if you want to check me out on instagram i'd really appreciate that as well underscore sakina dot es underscore that's underscore sakina dot es underscore so also if you'd like to be featured on the recap segment of the show then hit me up on social media or via my email address and let's talk so for today's feature i have a friend of mine called mandla and he just sent me uh, his comment and that's what i'm going to be reading out right now because he did not uh, make a recording of it and uh, let's hear what he had to say how he felt and how he learned from the last episode so today i was going through twitter hashtag tut shooting i'm sure you heard something about a student who was shot at social movie campus so as i was going through that i came across this post by some chick she wrote something like if it was a white kid or someone at Vitz shot it would have been the biggest news in the country so i thought no she's just dramatic like it's not necessary to bring the race issue so i went through the comments yo let's just say i realized that racism will remain a big issue many white people will come commenting there saying things like blacks are worse than animals others using the k-word then i came across the adam you were talking about on the episode and i saw this guy by the name of nigel brackpen who was replying to donald trump's tweet about land what what yo i realized that racism will remain a big issue in our country then i listened to your podcast episode or to your episode sorry i must say you're doing a good job but your the race issue is a very sensitive one and i like how you handled it based on what i saw today racism slash slavery will never end those people hate us with passion and for the why i don't know i mean it would be nice if someone's color skin color didn't influence how people take you but i don't know what must be done to end it that episode was fire looking forward to the next one thank you so much mandla for giving me your feedback and for giving us your feedback because now we can actually hear how that episode impacted someone and you can hear that it was pretty relevant especially in the time that he was going through in his life being exposed to all of that tut shooting and the comments that were coming through based on that yeah guys you can see that this is actually something that is serious it's actually something that's happening till this day in society and i would really appreciate it if you do give me feedback on this episode as well so that i can feature it on the next episode again hit me up on my email address on twitter facebook instagram and i will get back to you so i would just like to disclaim it's not an all-round opinion not all of us feel like what people hate us or things like that that is the image that is the message that is being propagated throughout society but i still believe that there are people out there that do love regardless of race just like he said it would be nice if someone's skin color didn't influence how people take you that is really the society that we're all aspiring to live in and how can it change how will it be a better place if not us taking the initiative to make it a better place so again love god love yourself and love all people now just a side note something i'd like to bring to your attention that i was brought to attention what that was brought to my attention sorry um when i was uh, walking the twitter streets during my hiatus now it's this whole issue about africanacity now i say issue because it was brought to my attention by sophie kanza now sophie kanza is actually an activist a human rights activist as well as the founder of the sophie a kanza foundation which is a charity organization in collaboration with louise kanza which is her sister they just do amazing things especially when it comes to the advocacy of the rights of asylum seekers and refugees they're really really a duo to look out for because i believe that they're making waves and we need to make people more aware of what they're doing so that they can have more support and 
just more encouragement, more motivation, but not just through word of mouth or things like that, but actually support, physical, monetary support, things like that, material support, time, energy, effort, going towards the causes that they fight for. I definitely want to be part of one of their next initiatives, really just to support and to show my love for what they're doing. And of course, to give back to my community, to society, right? What are we here for if not to help our fellow brothers and sisters? I say that you must live your life in such a way that makes someone else's life easier to live. Prophet TB Joshua says that happiness is not really about how happy you are, but how happy someone else can be because of you. Keep that in mind and let that be your motto for life, what you live by. So the reason why I'm speaking about Sophie particularly in this case is because she unraveled something to us on Twitter that we were not all aware of. And that is that an asylum seeker and a refugee can actually not open an APSA account. Now, that was very interesting to find out because we were just all focused on the fact that APSA has relaunched themselves, this whole Africanacity, this beautiful idea of this whole united Africa and the fact that all Africans are able to access APSA, the facilities, the services, etc. and be part of that. But that is actually not the case. And how she made us discover that or made that discovery is that she called different branches of APSA and crazy research but she called different branches of APSA and I think she posed as a refugee or an asylum seeker or just asked in regards to that can I open an account things like that and what's bad was that they did not even know the difference between a refugee and an asylum seeker and of course all the efforts proved uh, futile because you cannot actually open an account as a refugee or as an asylum seeker now for all of you including myself, who was clueless when it came to whether there's a difference between a refugee and an asylum seeker, there actually is. Now, the difference is that an asylum seeker is basically someone who's seeking refuge in another country, but their refugee status has not been confirmed by that country. And of course, the refugee is one whose refugee status has been confirmed in that country in which they are seeking refuge. Okay, now that that's cleared up, why is this so important? Why is this such a big thing? Why is this such an issue? If you you are priding yourself as a company, as a brand, on being fully African, African-empowered, African-inspired, African-inspiring, things like that, then you cannot just allow one country to be able to access your facilities and your services. Okay, that's clear, simple English. So what APSA is doing, you know, it seems just like a publicity stunt or a marketing idea because they are saying that they're all African and African-oriented and everything, but they are not allowing all Africans to access their, or, or be able to use their services and facilities. So this is really just to bring to our attention that the things that we are focusing on guys like for example when I did a, a little bit of research on the whole relaunch of APSA it's a whole relaunch because they are now not affiliated to their Australian partners anymore so they are free from them and that's why they relaunched this to say that it's a whole African thing now but for you guys to be saying that you're all African and everything I'm not slandering I'm just bringing everyone's attention to what I saw on Twitter no offense to APSA or anything like that but this is just something that we all have to know because it's important because I for one being a Congolese slash South African I have brothers and sisters who are coming from from my country who wants to be able to open accounts you know be able to live normal lives despite their refugee status but they can't the only bank who is actually able to do that or actually able to allow you to do that pardon is FNB so really when they say how can we help you they are not lying you know the bottom line of this whole point was to say that 
we are focusing on the wrong things people were focusing on the fact that now there's like different shades of red or is this logo incomplete or it looks like the south african breweries logo something like that you know trivial things like useless things things that are not important but here are the real matters and no one really cares about them you know but we have people who are rising up who are standing up and who are really getting to the bottom of stuff who are not being fooled by the outside appearance and big ups to you sophie and louise i am really really looking forward to meeting you in the future i am looking forward to having you on the podcast to interview and just to get people to know more about you and more about what you are doing for the world and what you're doing for your fellow brothers and sisters yes this is me extending an invitation <laughs> informally but yes of course we will speak about that later i'd really really love to have both of them and i really hope that they do listen to this when they do get time after all it is shoot your shot 2018 right focus on the important things in life this is the reason why sakina is speaking sakina sukun peace i'm just basically giving you the meanings of my name peace and tranquility that is what we want to speak my name is actually in the quran as well it's basically the holy spirit you know the presence of god in the world which is actually shekinah if you did not know but that is where my name comes from my name is not shekinah which is always a misconception that people have whenever i tell them my name but yes that is why i am speaking because i want peace to speak let peace speak let god speak in the world and let there be peace all right now i don't know about you but i have worked up an appetite more than anything <laughs> but that is just me and food food is bae food is life food won't call you fat food won't tell you you're ugly food won't judge you but that you know i'm just saying right now i would want to just play this really really hot track for you this hot track for you to cool down it is called let me and it is a banger it is a smash hit by severe smash see what i just did there and if you want to check him out on social media because i definitely do know that you will want to listen to more of his banging hits after you hear this one it is severe smash on all social media but before i take up any more of your time go and cool down with this it is let me Don't make a mess, baby. Yeah. Crazy, yeah. how you try me? 
lately. I know if you touch, but if you bet me, I could taste. Yeah. Ain't tryna rush before this love and I could race. Say mercy me, sailor on, sailor be. Say mercy me, got me swept on my feet. And won't you let me be the only one you need? To by the moon, by the stars, by the sea. Won't you let me? Let me love, let me love, let me love. Love me good, love you long, love me numb. If you say make I come, I go run. Let me love, let me love, let me lay. Let me love, let me love, let me lay. Yeah. Love me good, love you long, love me numb. If you say make I come, I go run. Let me love, let me love, let me. Yeah. Let me love, let me love, let me lay. Love me good, love you long, love me numb. If you say make I come, I go run. Let me love, let me love, let me love. Yeah. Let me love, let me love, let me love. Love me good, love you long, love me now. If you say make I come, I go run. Let me love, let me love, let me love you, babe. about a smash and grab he just stole the show and completely tore the house down the beautiful afro pop beat i'm a sucker for afro pop i'm a sucker for nigerian music and the fact that he was a costa who was able to pull that and do the things with that beat i am very proud i am very proud of you friend and i do encourage that you take out that afro pop ep i will be there hot on your tracks waiting for those jams but yes guys and once again it is at Viewer Smash on all social media if you really want to listen to more of these SoundCloud, all of that. He's not your typical SoundCloud rapper, by the way. So yes, he also produces his own beats. So if you would want to also have another Smash hit, hit him up on social media at Severe Smash. Now we are back and it is time for the deep stuff of the day. And that is our topic of the day and that is... I don't think that is a good enough drum roll, but we hear now. It is the sin of being women. A couple of you may already know this because I did publish an article, an introductory article to the series on my blog, www.sakinaes.wordpress.com. Do check that out as well. It is very interesting. It's a poetry blog and it's called Sakina Speaks Poetry. I just always have to speak like that when I'm saying my, my, my titles and my names. It's just so... I don't know, but it, it has that ring to it. So, Sakina Speaks Poetry is the name of the blog, and I do feature a lot of my poems on there. A lot more to be posted. I am posting a lot more, and I do hope that you enjoy it. Maybe you won't enjoy one poem, but you will enjoy the other. It features a lot of different topics across the board, things from death to love and infatuation. So you will be pretty intrigued. Do go on the even, even sugar daddies. Like, you... I bet I just 
tickled your ears right now this standing on end you want to go and read that go read that i am really looking at making audios for each and every single article as well each and every single piece for those of you who prefer to listen to your content instead of reading it it's not an issue gonna make a plan for you but for now go on the www.sakinaes.wordpress.com sakina speaks poetry is where it's at okay the sin of being woman it's a series and it will basically comprise of a couple of topics which are plagues to women simply because they're women so the meaning of the sin of being woman is the things that women have to go through the injustices the malpractices the the pains that they have to endure because they are women so it's because they were born with female genitalia it's as simple as that all right so for today the first topic that we will be talking about is fgm and for those of you who do not know which is the whole point and purpose of making this a topic on this episode fgm stands for female genital mutilation also known as female circumcision female genital cutting it is a very deep topic it can get you pretty emotional when you know about the prevalence or how many women have already undergone this there are countries in the world to name a few Djibouti where about 93 to 96 to 98 percent of the country of the female population of the country have undergone female genital mutilation now you probably do not have a very clear idea of this it's still a bit foreign to you that's why i will be going a little bit deep into it it is a deep topic no pun intended and giving you things like the types of fgm that there are prevalence how many people in the world have actually undergone this how many people are at risk of undergoing this the reasons why people go through this or are forced to go through this force others to go through this the perpetrators of this and the victims and of course the consequences behind this so you really want to pay attention to this episode stay tuned i always want to say keep your eyes peeled but i I keep forgetting that this is this is online radio fam they can't see you they can't see this so listen up just pay attention that's why i had to get you in the mood first so that you can really just give me all your attention and i've learned this from church so when people are happy and they're in the mood they are willing to listen to you and whatever that you feed them with they will understand so this is something this is a tip for you next time you want people to to listen to you have have you not seen in movies or, or especially in nigerian movies when the wife is trying to ask someone well this is this is across the board really when the wife is trying to get something from the husband she will cook a delicious meal she will get him happy and all of that and then she will ask so then there's like little or no chance that he will say no so this is another tip and that is what i was trying to do by playing you let me many more tracks of series that we will be playing on the show but uh, i hope you enjoyed that one first of all all the information that i'll be relaying today has been gotten from research from the world health organization so it's an article basically on fgm and that is where i am getting all of my information or that is where i got all the information that i will be giving to you today Female genital mutilation is internationally recognized as a violation of the human rights of girls and women, reflecting deep-rooted inequality between the sexes. Since FGM is almost always carried out on minors, it is also a violation of the rights of children. There are four types of FGM, and the first type is clitoridectomy, partial or total removal of the clitoris. Type 2, excision, partial or total removal of the clitoris and the labia minora, with or without excision of the labia minora. Type 3, infibulation, 
narrowing of the vaginal opening through the creation of a covering seal. The seal is formed by cutting and repositioning the inner or outer labia with or without removal of the clitoris. Type 4, other. So all other harmful procedures to the female genitalia for non-medical purposes. For example, pricking, piercing, incising, scraping, and cauterizing the genital area. So for those of you who have sensitive hearing in that regard, I am really, really sorry. But I do not want to go too deep into this because it's a very sensitive issue. But I had to get that out there because this is exactly what it is. And if you want to know exactly what those terms are that I use, those medical terms, please go and Google it. I will not further elaborate on that, but that is what FGM is. So it basically comprises of all procedures that involve partial or total removal of the external female genitalia or other injury to the female genital organs for non-medical reasons. The thing about FGM is that it differs from most forms of violence against girls and women in that women are not only the victims, but also involved in the perpetration. A girl's female relatives are normally responsible for arranging FGM which in turn is usually performed by traditional female excises. So FGM is also increasingly being done by male and female healthcare providers. This feature of FGM illustrates how both women and men can be complicit in reinforcing gender norms and practices that support violence against women. Now this is all again according to the World Health Organization research done and published in 2012. So this is this is really crazy and of course the statistics have gone up. For example there are two hundred million women and girls in the world in the whole population of the world who have undergone FGM there are three million girls who are at risk of going undergoing FGM and all of these women are from 30 countries another thing about FGM is that it differs from most other forms of violence against women in that in practicing communities it is done routinely on almost all girls and they're usually minors and is promoted as a highly valued cultural practice and social norm and this makes it very difficult close to quote <laughs> sorry it makes it very difficult for people to be able to educate these communities especially because they're rural communities on why fgm is such an issue because it's not just a, a violent act it's not done with the intention of hurting the person but it's a social norm and cultural practice so that's how it, it makes it more difficult to be able to go to a community and try and educate these people on why they should stop doing it but with this they take it more of something of a religious thing and it's done on all girls so that's why it makes it a lot more difficult to put an end to it because when you do it is mostly seen as an attack on the culture as an attack on the social norms of that community village or place and so they close up and you cannot access them anymore and you are not able to get through to them and therefore you have been failed in your attempt once again just like i said that this article was published in 2012 and statistics statistics have increased sorry during that time it was 100 to 140 million girls and women worldwide who are living with the consequences right now it's 200 million i mean they have been significant decreases because at least now it's done in a more healthy way the problem is fgm is not done with anesthesia in the most raw form of its perpetration they do not do the female genital cutting with anesthetics so you feel each and every single inch of that pain 
as it is happening to you but at least now it is being done by health professionals with an anesthetic so at least you won't feel as much pain so here are some of the motivations or the reasons why people undergo FGM so social pressure to conform with peers the perception of FGM as a necessary act to raise a girl child properly and prepare her for adulthood and marriage the assumption that FGM reduces women's sexual desire and thereby preserves premarital virginity and prevents promiscuity now that is the most twisted one and actually the most I think supported one the, the one that really is the biggest reason why parents and girls undergo FGM or parents make their girls undergo FGM besides the social pressure to conform with peers because it is done to all girls of a specific age in those communities and it's, it's absurd it's crazy i mean really to think that doing this to the girl is going to reduce the woman's sexual desire and thereby preserving her premarital virginity and preventing promiscuity wow this is why it's done in rural places it's to tell you that there's really a lot of education that is lacking in those places a lot of misinformation also to add to that there's the belief that fgm is supported or mandated by religion or that it facilitates living up to religious expectations of sexual constraint now taking into consideration the impact or the value that religion has in many people's lives you can understand why it's so difficult for people to actually speak to others about fgm and to stop them from doing it because if you think it's a religious right you know it, it gets pretty tough so fgm is actually one of those that it's hard to tackle and that's why maybe it needs that much more awareness so that we can actually get these big organizations to help do something about it because we need that much help that's how much work that needs to go into really educating these people about the risks and that brings us to the consequences of FGM. Now the health consequences are severe pain, shock, hemorrhage, sepsis, difficulty in passing urine, infections, death, psychological consequences and unintended labia fusion. The long-term health risks, urinary and menstrual problems, painful sexual intercourse and poor quality of sexual life, infertility, chronic pain, infections, pelvic infections, genital ulcers. This is just not a good thing. It has no benefits whatsoever. It's just a psychological thing because in being genitally mutilated, you are actually not just putting yourself at risk but your children at risk too because they have actually picked up through research that it puts the offspring's life at risk there's a lot more neonatal death for the children of those that have undergone fgm a lot of complications during childbirth etc so it has no benefits whatsoever and this is important that even the men know this so that you do not force your child to one day go through this not force your wife to one day go through this and yeah that you actually understand the pain that women go through this is the whole point it's the sin of being woman you are just the woman and this is why you have to go through these things imagine being a four or five year old and you have to be cut like this and go through such pain i mean you haven't even hit puberty yet like people thought puberty was bad and here you are going through such pain i actually forgot to mention one of the most twisted of all the motivations for this and that is even though it's it's, it's a rare belief if you're able to take the pain of fgm you will be able to bear the pain of childbirth i mean who came up with that there's so much ignorance in the world and this is why we need to be at the forefront and really take initiative and help each other help one another make this world a better place for our children so this has been a very tough cookie hard pill to swallow it has left you thinking hard and long 
and it has probably touched your heart a lot because you are probably imagining what these girls these women are going through what they have to live with because of decisions that were not even taken by themselves that they were just forced to be victims of because they are women because they are girls and all of that i really would be pleased if that is the reaction that you have if this really moves you if you tell a friend tell a family member that hey this is what's going on living in the southern part of africa more especially we don't have fgm as much as the north the eastern and the western parts of africa if we even do have any cases of fgm so this is something that you should be spreading to other people telling people about because you you have heard the prevalence and to think that three million girls are at risk of this again is also an issue so this is a time for you to think what am i doing about this what are you doing to help your fellow sister it doesn't have to be someone that you related to i'm not related to any one of these but i found out after i was speaking to a friend about this and i was actually happy that she mentioned as well that they had just written an exam about it and she was probably the only one she wasn't even probably she was the only one in her class that knew or had an idea about this because her mother had gone through it it's just crazy it's really something we need to know about it's painful it's it's, it's a dreadful thought even like for a very long time after learning about FGM I couldn't like I just I had to keep my legs closed very tight together because I just I just felt the pain too much and I really hope this touches your heart and you understand what people are going through and you realize that a hey, maybe your situation is not as bad as the next person someone else could be ready and willing to jump into your shoes as quickly as you can say that you don't want to be in your shoes anymore think about it think about the fact that there are people out there that are going through serious things and what is your contribution to their lives how are you working to make someone else's life better you don't have to travel the world you don't have to go all the way to to Djibouti for example you can do something for someone around you I didn't know that there are actually people just like around the corner who are going through such things who have gone through such things but I figured that out by talking about it I discovered that part and by talking about it and by being more knowledgeable about it ignorance really does make people perish guys help a friend help a family member and let's spread the word now to end off this beautiful episode i will be playing a poem that i asked a friend of mine to write a very good poet of mine very good poet friend of mine and her name is liz and she's just going to be telling just a little bit about it and of course the poem itself and the process that led up to writing that poem and the poem is called dear queen please do enjoy hello hey hey <laughs> My name is Lizette and I'm a friend of Sakina's. Well, she asked me to write a poem on um, women's struggles. And since we are a um, complex creation, it was quite difficult to, you know, pinpoint on a specific topic. Um, but by God's grace, I managed because I then realized that we as women struggle a lot with beauty. And this then inspired me to write my following piece, which I then titled, um, Dear Queen. Dear Queen, hair as dark as the night sky, beauty so flawless, lips as red as roses, girl, you are phenomenal. I write this letter to you to remind you of how precious and appreciated you are. God makes no mistakes. Created in his image, did you not know that your father is the most high king? Darling princess, your beauty is yours to own. No amount of makeup can hide the inward beauty you so deeply possess. 
pure and as white as snow, you reflect all creation's glow. No amount of makeup can hide the inward beauty you so deeply possess. Now, a queen, seated at your throne, own your throne, own your beauty, reflect what's yours, reflect all creation's glow. Not all that glitters is gold. It's your inner beauty that will reflect all creation's glow. Such an inspirational poem, such a beautiful message to all my lady friends out there. It's really for you to pick yourself up, dust yourself off. What I have told my sister, one of my older sisters, because in our culture we have no cousins. Like your parents will scold you if you dare call your family members your cousins. So my one of my older sisters and I told her that, you know, when you always uh, lowering yourself because of petty things, you, you forget that you have your crown in your head and your crown tends to fall. So don't let your crown fall because of little things that annoy you, that irk you. Remember that you are a queen, you know, and keep your head high. So don't be disturbed by little, little things because they can cause your crown to fall. That was a deep thing that I actually said to her the other day. And I'm saying this to all of you queens, even you kings, you know, you are not excluded in this episode. This is more for you than it is for the lady. Um, this is to educate us all, okay? But that is the message and I hope that it came out loud and clear. And thank you again to Liz. Thank you to Manda. I'm looking forward to the next of you. Thank you to Smash actually for that song as well. And thank you for all of you for listening. It has been an amazing episode. And I did not forget the most important part of the episode, which is the word of the day. It's just uh, I decided to switch things up because I thought that it really was the perfect place to put this word at the end of the episode. And today's word word of the day is psalms 46 verse 5 and it says the lord is within her she will not fail so another beautiful word of encouragement for a young lady who is just has given up on life has given up on her beauty has given up on the creation that god made her to be the amazing creature that she is god is within you and you will not fail it does not matter what you are going through who you are what pain you have experienced what pain you will even experience in the future god is with you and he loves you so on that note i would love to say thank you so much for another great episode it was lovely it was it was enjoyable i am chuffed <laughs> um, but i will see you next time i will hear from you hopefully very soon keep it locked this is sakina speaks on social media again at sakina speaks on twitter at kina underscore magic also on twitter that is my main account facebook at sakina speak and my email address sakina speaks at gmail.com on instagram it's underscore sakina.es underscore keep it locked keep it here tune in next time to another great and exciting episode but for now it is bye bye and sakina has spoken <laughs>